That is one of the most recognizable themes in the history of television from a show that has never been off the air since the mid-1950s, The Honeymooners. Joining us on the program this morning is one of the four great actors that made up the legendary cast. She played Trixie Norton, the wife of everybody's favorite sewer worker, Ed Norton, who were neighbors of Ralph and Alice Cramp. We are very honored to welcome Joyce Randolph to the Suncoast Morning Magazine, joining us from her home in New York City. And Joyce, thank you for taking some time to talk with us this morning. How are you? I'm just fine, thank you. Great to have you with us. And uh, it is just uh, a lot of fun to, uh, you know, the, the Honeymooners has been on TV. I guess the New York has never been off the air. Channel 11 has shown the reruns consistently since it went off network, hasn't it? I guess so, mm-hmm. And WPIX. WPIX. And then uh, Nick at Night recently put them on uh, mm -hmm. about a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. And that has just been uh, consistent since then. I'd just like to take a few minutes to get your thoughts on Art Carney, who recently passed away. What are some of your memories working with him? Oh, gee. We, we really miss Art. He was the, the sweetest person in the world, certainly the most talented. And, and um, actually, I hadn't, he'd been alien the last few years. I, I hadn't seen him, but uh, I chat uh, with his wife, Jean. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, he was just divine to work with, you know. Um, uh, we had some scenes together. I think he had more of them, of course, with Jackie, and, and they worked beautifully together. They were like Laurel and Hardy, better than Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> and oh, they, yeah. Once in a great while at rehearsal, they would play Laurel and Hardy, and they could really do it. I know, on one of the, the shows, the so-called Lost episodes, they did actually a Laurel and Hardy act, where they put on the, uh, you know, the costume and did the pie throwing. It was great. Yes, yes, they did. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he was one of the great... Uh, I don't want to know if you want to call him second bananas, but just this is a great part of a comedy team that so many other characters other than Ed Norton on the show, uh, on the variety portion, but uh, most notably known as uh, Ed Norton. But yeah, just a tremendous actor, did a lot of work in radio before uh, he went into television, also worked, I think, in one of the big bands, didn't he? Yes, uh-huh. Well, I, uh, I don't think he played an instrument. I think it was uh, a variety show with the band. Right, and, right. And he did voices, and, and um, he, he could do anything. He could play the piano, although he didn't do it in the band. <laughs> That's right. He did the, of uh, course, play the piano mm -hmm. on the show as Ed Norton. Always had to do that warm-up. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How many, you know, just, just to remind our listeners, how, how many years did that program uh, air? Well, we started Initially. in 1951 at, uh, locally here at Channel 5. And uh, which is Fox 5 nowadays. It was Dumont in those days. <clears throat> and then uh, we went to CBS 1952 to 1957. Mm -hmm. And a uh, number of episodes done. And, and what was it like doing that program? Because, you know, back then the program was live. Oh, yes, absolutely. Everything live. Jackie wouldn't work on film. And uh, we, he, he didn't rehearse very much. We really just saw him on Saturdays, the day of the show. And which was pretty scary to rehearse just once or twice with Jackie. But uh, to, to keep our sanity, we all ran up to Audrey's dressing room, and her manager, Val Irving, read Jackie's words, and we'd go over and over the script with, you know, we'd all do our parts, and, and he'd do Jackie, and that, that helped us get through it at 8 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. did, uh, did Jackie actually use the same words you were uh, uh, rehearsing? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, but not always. <laughs> But, I mean, it, the, the chemistry on that program is phenomenal uh, to watch it. And, and to think that that was actually recorded live for what we're seeing in the reruns now is just amazing. I know. It phenomenal. is amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't think you even get the quality of that in many of the well-produced and all the highly technically done programs today as, as you did then. There was real talent and chemistry in, in that program. Yeah, I think Jackie picked the right four people, the right three people to work with. And, 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 and it transcends even to today, all these, uh, these decades later, as, as excellent television. 
Now, you, you actually appeared on one of the Dumont shows in another role, didn't you, Joyce? And then oh yeah, I used in... to work at Dumont. Yeah, I was. I was the most murdered girl in television. Is that right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had uh, several of the uh, half-hour murder mysteries. They had Rocky King, and and uh, they had Plain Clothesman and famous jury trials, and I did all of those. Mm -hmm. What was live television like, though? I mean, we, we talked briefly <laughs> wow. about the Jackie Gleason show, but all the shows were live back then. Yeah, everything was live. You just um, flying by the seat of your pants. It was, it was really pretty crazy. Do you, you have any, like, most memorable moments on the show that, you know, like, maybe not a mess-up, but just something that just was just different being on live TV? Well, little things that go wrong, and Jackie had told us in advance uh, if something did, just ad-lib in character. And I guess people did. Um, Audrey and I often had little scenes, you know, to start the show, and then, then I would leave. I, sometimes I wasn't in the rest of the show. I just had, you know, the opening stuff with Audrey. So she and I didn't mess up. We, <laughs> we <laughs> stuck right with us, but we knew what we were doing. <laughs> I know one of the... Uh kind of sad part of one of the things that went wrong. Actually, Jackie Gleason broke his leg on the show one time, didn't he? Yes, I wasn't on the show that night, so I didn't see that firsthand, but um, he slipped and fell and, and slid right into something else, and, and it, it was broken. Mm -hmm. yeah, and um, I think uh, Art Carney had to finish up the show, and uh, it was actually happening in one of the sketches, so that was uh, not yeah, a good thing to happen sketch, on live TV. So I, I don't know how they finished that. Yeah, I really yeah. don't... Um, didn't that program actually start as a skit on another program, you know, the whole concept of the Honeymooners? Well, Jackie and the writers thought of it, but it certainly, excuse me, it was um, a little bit patterned after the Bickersons, which was on radio with uh, Don Amici and Francis Langford. Uh -huh. And they fought constantly in a very amusing way. So the, the germ of the idea was, was the Bickersons, I believe. Uh -huh. and, and the writers, uh, let's see, we had... Uh, and to think who the very first writers were, Mar uh, Walter Stone and Marvin Marks, and um, the head writer. Yeah. His name slips my mind, the head writer. Was there a Jack Hurdle? Well, name. Jack Hurdle was a producer. Producer, yeah. yeah Jack did right. He was a close friend of Jackie's, and he was a producer for years. Mm -hmm. And the program is uh, probably in countless languages today. Well, yes. I think they're stealing it in lots of countries. Um, our union, ASTRA, which is the American Federation of right. Television and Radio Artists, doesn't have money to police all these countries, you know, so they just take it, I, I do believe. So it is uh, viewed worldwide and, uh, of course, like Nick at Night here on, in, in the United States. Mm-hmm, yeah, Nick at Night TV land, yes, it's, it's, it's uh, wonderful. Talk a little bit about Audrey Meadows, uh, your friendship with her. She was one of the, another great actress in oh, early yes, television. Audrey was just great. She was just wonderful and uh, passed away much too soon. And, of course, we, we were friendly. Uh, I wouldn't say we were bosom buddies. Uh, she had her friends, I had my friends, but mm -hmm. we, we were always very friendly. And, of course, she moved to the West Coast. Or, um, I mean, what year? What year did she move to the West Coast? So she really wasn't in New York all that much. Yeah, you and her did not do the Miami show, is that right? No, no, that was Sheila McRae right. and Jane Keene. And right. that was the Honeymooners in Color. It was musical Honeymooners. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then you did the couple of specials that they brought back in the 70s, isn't that right? The Valentine? No, no I didn't do any of the specials, oh, okay. which is rather a sore point. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> and Jane Keene, who was, the, you know, the, the secondary uh, Trixie, was a very close friend from way, way back with Jackie. And um, he just put her on, on the specials, mm. and, and it was commented on in newspapers and things that that wasn't quite right, that he had Audrey, right. he should have had me, sure. but, uh, but he had Jane, and, and there, were, there were several specials done that way. Mm -hmm. 
What did you find yourself doing after you finished up on the honeymooners uh, when you uh, in? Well, by then I was married and I was, uh, you know, busy being a wife. And, and then in 1960, I had my only son, and, and um, I wanted to stay home and raise him. I didn't want him raised by nannies. Mm -hmm. And and I just did, you know, bits and pieces of things, a little summer stock, a little winter stock, an occasional commercial, and shows at our club, the Lands Club, which is the oldest theatrical club in America. Mm -hmm. And my late husband, Dick Charles, was the shepherd of the lambs, meaning president of the lambs, right. for uh, the last 11 years of his life. Mm. And so I was always busy at the club. I was going to ask you about that. I to this day. I was going to ask you about that. You are you know, the oh, first yeah. lady of the lambs club, and they have events usually uh, all the time, but usually every Friday they do a little Yeah, uh, we get event. together every Friday night and have a wonderful time. And uh, lots of singers have joined. The singers want to sing, so they get up and sing, and, and we, we provide a pianist for them, and... and uh, Friday nights are very good. We were talking a little bit earlier. Unfortunately, Alan King passed away over the weekend. Yes. A big member of the Friars Club. I'm sure he'd been to many Lambs Club uh, events as well. And, well, uh, a few. The, the clubs are always a little bit, once in a while, hostile towards each other. Okay, you right. have the Players Club, <laughs> the Lambs, and the Friars. And they're all individual. And, and uh, there's a little bit of getting together. In fact, recently, Pat Cooper, that wonderful comic at the Friars, did do a luncheon for us at the Lambs. And he was hysterically funny. Oh, yeah, he's it great. It was a wonderful luncheon. Yeah. And uh, talk a little bit about your work with the Actors Fund. Uh, they do a lot of uh, great charitable work uh, for actors. Unfortunately, some of them fall on hard times. The Actors Fund is, is for uh, anyone connected with the theater, not just actors and actresses. It's for all the backstage people and, and everything. And uh, the slogan is, we take care of our own. And, and uh, yes, we're, we're uh, you know, we have a huge organization now. And also, it's in Hollywood, too. And, uh, Do they have a, a home in New Jersey? Uh, which yeah, I happen to be yeah. able to visit in Englewood, a few New times Jersey, we have the uh, retirement home and the nursing home. And they're just, they have a very high rating in New Jersey, and it's a wonderful place for uh, old thespians to, to go when, when they have nowhere else. And, and uh, they're taken very good care of out there. And people out there, if they're interested in uh, looking more into that, this being a great arts and entertainment uh, community down here, uh, actorsfund.org, I believe, is the website. So you can oh, go on uh -huh. and look at that. and. Mm -hmm. uh, now, you were involved with the USO at one point, am I correct? Yeah, a little bit. Sure. Just a little bit. Yeah, I'm on the board. I, I don't do all that much, but I'm on the board and, and attend the meetings. And, and uh, we have a wonderful luncheon coming up um, next month at the Pierre Hotel, and that's always very well attended. And I don't know who we're honoring at this luncheon. Usually it's a, a business lady and, and perhaps a, a, perhaps an actress, too, mm -hmm. rather than just one person. We, we do do two people now because it's the business lady who brings in a lot of friends and a lot of business associates buying tickets. Mm -hmm. Well, you were named Woman of the Year for the USO, as I recall, what, in yes, 1993? Yes. Yes. 1993? Yes, it was. Thank you. Uh -huh. I was on the year, yeah, and we good. had uh, all the lambs showed up. They uh -huh. bought tickets. So uh, I did sell tickets. They tell me some actresses don't, don't sell tickets. A couple of questions we were trying to put together here as we are uh, kind of winding down. One question that kind of comes to mind, you, you've done both live theater and live television, and, and what is your personal preference between the two, and maybe what are some of the big differences between the two? Well... You know, in live theater, you, you've learned to project, and, and of course, nowadays, <laughs> we were just discussing this in the theater the other day, everybody is mic'd, you know, right. they, they have little teeny mics stuck to their hair, to their body, and, and they don't have to project anymore, hmm. and once uh, all the stuff went out and, and they had to project it, half of them couldn't, they'd never learned, because they've been used to being mic'd, but it wasn't like that when I started out, we, we projected to the, the last row of the balcony. And then you don't have to do that in television because there were mics over your head mm -hmm. in 
we did the honeymooners, the mics were over our head. We were not bodily mic'd. Right. So we did. Jackie said, do it just like a play. And we did uh, tend to project quite a bit. And, and we'd all been stage trained. Mm -hmm. And particularly Audrey and I had. And... Um, Oh yeah, and your voice is all carry quite yeah. well, which which had to make the guy doing sound on television very happy. Having run a boom mic in my life once years ago, I mean, it is easier to follow a voice that's that's audible versus one that's you know kind of trailing off. Yeah, that yeah. does help quite a bit. I was uh, enjoyed on the honeymooners. You, you talk about doing it live like a play, and uh, the audience reactions to those shows. You could just tell from the live studio audience. Yeah. They were really into those episodes. Oh, yeah, they? and that's what Jackie wanted, you see. He, he said, comedy isn't funny if it's over-rehearsed, and yeah. it, it, it had to be very live. Mm -hmm. um, Audrey, and also, sometimes, you know, we rehearsed so little that, that we weren't quite sure of our movement. And Audrey said, just stand close to Jackie, because the camera's really That's right, follow Jackie. Jackie. Well, you barely, you barely only had, like, like one, what, one or two sets for the whole program, it seems. Yeah, well, th there was a Norton apartment, and people don't seem to remember that, but there was... Uh, and we, we did have a set for the Nortons. So you had a television. You had all the appliances. You had all the appliances at the Cranmans yeah, from the floor. Yeah, it was fancy. You know, <laughs> crazy wallpaper. That's right. <laughs> Talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, uh, television shows today. They're kind of compared to the Honeymooners. I think King of Queens and uh, yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond, which is kind of compared to that. With same kind of feel, a real family, real, sure. real uh, sure. tight-knit cast. And the, the wife kind of nagging him a little bit in, in Everybody Loves Raymond. Right. Uh, about two years ago, I met the whole cast of Everybody Knows Raymond. They were here in New York at the Museum of Television and Radio, and they were having a seminar. So I just took myself over there because I'm a member there anyway. Yeah. I give money, and I'm a member. Great place and at the end, I went up and introduced myself to the young producer. Well, he just hugging and kissing and then introducing me to the others. And oh, and they were saying it's because of you guys that we're here. Yeah. And I didn't quite realize that at, at, you know, and, until they said that. And I said, well, of course, it is a bit of a takeoff. It really is. It's a, yeah. it's a family that, you know, Bickers, but they still, you know, mm -hmm. they still all love each other at the end, which mm -hmm. the Honeymooners uh, always ended on a happy or at least a poignant mm -hmm. note, didn't it? And then, of course, um, Carol O'Connor and, and his show, uh, All in the Family, was uh, a takeoff in a very rough way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little different. <laughs> a little different. Uh, Carol O'Connor came to Jackie before everyone on and discussed it, showed him the script, and Jackie said, go for it. So he did want Jackie's permission. But there's a lot of... Uh, Ralph Cranbin and, and Archie Bunker, isn't there? Yeah. The style, the way he kind of argued and yelled, mm -hmm. it was great. Mm -hmm. Excellent program, and it has endured the decades, no, no doubt about it, and we are so glad to have uh, as our guest on phone this morning, uh, Joyce Randolph, and you're, you're one of the few people that I know that are, you know, from the New York area uh, that has been in, in stage and theater and television that hasn't found their way to live down here in Sarasota That's somehow. Right. I mean, we, we have uh, a number of them down here, which is, which yeah. is handy, uh, but you, you, I, I see you choose to remain up in the, in the Big Apple. Yes, well, my husband's business was here, my late husband, and uh, I just love New York. It's when I grew up in Detroit, I always wanted to be in New York. And um, I visited Florida, and it just doesn't seem to be the place for me. And I now I have a wonderful apartment here, and my son has a wonderful loft here, and, and he has a good job. He's uh, head of marketing for the Rodale Press. Mm -hmm. And I just have so many things here that I, I just couldn't leave them, you know? Well, you could always find a week or two and enjoy the, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, the winters here. Joyce, we appreciate you joining us today. Thank we you. thank you, and and uh, hopefully we'll have you back sometime in the near future. And 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 uh, enjoyed your time with us this morning, and uh, hope to have you on sometime fairly soon. Thank you.